0: Welcome to the J.F. Harris Ministries podcast. Join us today as we explore God's Word. We hope this message encourages, inspires, and uplifts you. For more information about this podcast and other valuable resources, please visit us at RedeemedAssembly.com. Now let's join Dr. James F. Harris. But note the book of Genesis, if you will. Chapter 1. Nine times in this chapter, God gave voice to the Word of God. You say, what voice did he give? In Genesis, what did he speak? He spoke Jesus. What did he speak? Jesus, why? Colossians 1.16 says, who? Who is him? Who is him? Jesus. Jesus. So when God spoke in the first chapter of the book of Genesis, he spoke Jesus. He gave sound to Jesus. Until you give sound, a voice, to the word of God, there will be no performance. Give what? Voice to the word of God. Now, let's let's go to the book of Genesis. Notice what happened in the book of Genesis, chapter number 1, verses 3, and we're going to go through 5, what it says. Now, what I note in these verses here, verse 3 says he saw, he said, verse 4 says he saw, verse 5 said he called. He what? Said, saw, called. All right. Now, let's note verse 6, what it says. All right. Verse nine, he says what? Verse 11 says what? Verse fourteen. from the night, and them and Verse twenty. Verse twenty four. I said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his time. how have every good thing and peace of the earth after his time, and it was so. Verse twenty six. verse 29 What did you note in those 9 verses? You had you got it. Did you notice all of this work that was done? God said, God said, God said. Now, if God got his work done by saying, because he gave voice to the word. And I don't care what you're thinking in your mind until you open your mouth and give voice to it. It don't work for you. But when you open your mouth and give voice to the word of God, it starts happening in your life. Psalms number 33 and verse 9. Because he wants. Let me tell you what, if God did it that way, you got to do it the same way. Right. Amen. Amen? Amen. I want to challenge you this morning, where is that scripture found? Mark 11:23. Whosoever shall think unto this mountain. Whosoever shall look at this mountain. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Be thy what? Uh-huh. 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 And I was walking to my office. And I was thinking, what is a mountain? The answer that I got was anything that caused you to walk in its shadow. What do you mean by that? Anything that caused any emotional turmoil in you is a mountain. It can be the past, the future. It could be sickness, disease. It could be broke, no smoke. But anything, now think about now, think right now. What's causing you from being the fullness that God wants you to be? Whatever that is. It's your mountain. Amen? Amen. And the way to get rid of a mountain is pray about it. All right. Why don't we just speak to the mountain? The reason why a lot of times we don't go for the blessings of God is because we think we don't qualify. And what happened to us so many times is this. We heard the word of God, then we sit around and think, do I qualify to get the blessing? Thy word have I hid in my heart. In other words, just in case you might ask for it again, I'm going to put it in my heart. And if you ask for it back, I'm going to ask you again, can I have it? So whatever it is that you want, speak to the mountain. Run up and get it. And then hide it in your heart. My subtopic this morning would be, what are you saying? Because whatever is causing the shadow over your life is what you are talking about. If you don't have money for rent and that's all you're talking about, that's your shadow. That's the mountain that you need to get rid of. Not having enough money in your pocket, that's the shadow because you talk about whatever you see. We are designed to believe what we see. And we backed it up by saying, "Seeing is." Amen. Jeremiah said, "That word was found, and I did eat them, and that word became the joy and the rejoicing of my heart." Amen. There is a scripture there in the book of Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. I what? I what? I what? Uh-huh. talking about what you believe if you believe in being broke that's all you talk about all the time is being broke if you're if you are lonely and all you talk about is being lonely guess what your mountain is loneliness and whatever you keep on talking about it keep on growing If your mountain is fail you, and that's all you talk about, what is it? According as it is written, I believe. I believe and therefore I spoke. We also what? Believe, and see. Mark 11, 23. <coughs> World, I say unto you. The strongest member in your body is what? What is the strongest member in your body? What is it? The tongue. is the strongest member in your body. Not your triceps or your bicep. It is your tongue. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verse number 2, says what? Proverbs 6 and 2. Huh? Thou would what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With what? I would, if wasn't so much germs going around, I'd tell y'all to reach up and catch your tongue, but I ain't going to tell y'all to do that today because I don't know where you hand hang then. But I want to know, what have you been talking about? What have you been talking about? The book of Romans 10, 8 through 11. Where is the word? Where is the word? Where is the word? In your mouth. What put the word in your mouth? What put it in your mouth? The book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8. Let me have that in. What I want that in. Give me that in God's word. What it says. You're not going to just say something on today and forget it. You're going to keep on saying it. Delmar, you're going to keep on thanking God for your new kidneys. They're going to hook you up to the machine. Lord, I thank you for my new kidneys. You're going to keep on rehearsing it. Now, this is not what James Harris said. This is what the, the words say. You keep on rehearsing it. Over and over and over. That's what it says. Never, Never stop rehearsing these teachings. Never, Never. got my pink slipped. Thank yeah. God for my new job. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because that's when you show that you have confidence in God. Now, if you meditate on it, it's the word that's always going to be in your mouth. You know the reason why failure is in your mouth? Because that's what you've been saying. And I can guarantee you, you got the same story that you had 25 years ago. you still got the same story. Different subjects, same story. Why? Because you keep on rehearsing failure. You cannot rehearse failure and be successful. Now let's go back to Romans. Romans chapter 10, verse 8. uh uh-huh. What was it? Go ahead and say it. If you do one, yes. oh, I thank God. Oh, I feel so saved. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Until you open your mouth and confess it, I'm going to tear it, tear it. You can do it all you want to. But until you confess Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, you cannot and you will not be saved. Is not your work. What did we go in Genesis? The Bible said God rested when on the what day. But look, all that work God did. Nine times in that chapter it says, "And God said," and God said it didn't say God went down there and he and he swung that lightning out and then he made the, the thunder crash and roll. It don't say none of that. And God. Now, what, does, what qualifies you for your blessing? What qualifies you for your blessing? You're taking too long. Believe and what? You're right. Believe and speak. Believe and speak. Say that, believe and speak believe and speak. Not two jobs, believe and speak. Believe and speak. speak. It's not uh, everybody that you know, but believe and speak. Believe and speak. Believe and speak. And And the thing is, it seems so simple. It got to be more to it than that. And God said, let there be light. And there was He didn't go into no emotional fit. He spoke. Right now, I want you to take the time. Nobody has to know what your mountain is. I want you to speak to whatever mountain is keeping you from your fullness of what God has called for you to do. Because sometimes what God has called you to do seems so stupid because I'm not qualified. Because I I, I know the other day I did this and the other day I did that and the other day I did that. You will never qualify for the blessing. It's all by grace. What qualifies you is the obedience. Speak the word only. When God makes a promise, the first thing you do is go to a scale of saying, do I have all of my T's and all of my I's dotted? Abraham didn't have all of his cross nor dotted. Matter of fact, he tried to help God. But he still have a son, and Sarah will have a baby. See and y'all say that, and Sarah. Sarah will have a baby. Let me tell you what it was so crazy that Sarah laughed. She laughed, and God had told y'all something, and y'all done laughed too. Amen. So, nah. But He says I'm coming back next year, this time, about this time, and Sarah. Will have a baby. I want you to stop trying to qualify yourself. The only thing that's going to qualify you. Is faith in God. Open oh, when you believe and what? Jesus. Believe it and what? Speak I like that. Believe it and speak it. Believe it and speak it. Alright, y'all ready? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Deuteronomy talked about Moses. They went round and round the mountain for 40 years. The Lord spoke to them and said, you've been going around this mountain too long. And some of us in this room, God called you to help me with this ministry and he called you with greatness. But you have disqualified yourself by saying, I'm not qualified. Nobody qualifies when God called them. Nobody qualified. Touch your neighbor and say, I didn't qualify, but he called me anyhow. You look at people with their faces all shining and everything else. They didn't qualify. Who, who in this room did qualify? But he called you anyhow. The ones I call are what? Get that scripture for me in Romans. Talking about destination. Find it. Are you about chapter eight? What did it say? What did it say? Uh huh. Come on. Come on. Say, say, read it again. <clears throat> for whom he did, for did he know you before? Yes. Did he know you before? Yes. He knows you before your daddy did. Yes. You're not an unknown. You come from Genesis, you were there. In Genesis, waiting for your manifestation. For whom he did what? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He also what? And whom he called, and whom he He takes people that's not worthy. Just finish messing up and call them and then he justifies. And if God justifies me, shut your mouth. I'm not talking about what I used to do. God has justified me. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. How dare you bring up stuff against me? I stand justified in the sight of God. I dare you to jump to your feet and say, I stand justified in the sight of God. In the sight of God. What the devil want to do, he wanted to get you to the place that you count yourself out because of what you did 15 years ago. I had an abortion 15 years ago that ain't gonna never be good, no good forget that honey, you ain't the first one and you won't be the last one. Matter of fact, the woman that had that was on, that uh, Chuck was talking about on Friday night at the well, she went out to tell the people, come back. He said, come see a man that told me everything I ever did. And Jesus only talked about where her husband was. So she had a life career of running men yet she brought back to Jesus how much a whole city she said i had five husbands but she qualified to be an evangelist brought back a whole Who told you that you're not qualified? Look somebody in the face and say, who told you you won't qualify? Don't you know? You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You was made for this hour.